you by P4P Muscle Productions and Entertainment, the number one drug-free athlete sponsorship foundation in the world. Now, I want you to grab a friend, turn the volume up a bit, lean in, and listen to the show where all the athletes want to talk. Fit Talk with Melinda Corsino. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Fit Talk with Melinda. As always, this show is brought to you by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship in the world. If you're interested in learning more about any of their products or the drug-free lifestyle, check out www.p4pmuscle.com, and my code is M-E-L-I-N-D-A for 15% off any of the products you see there on their site. So tonight, the title is called the RX Business Ignition Program, but the, ho- the person I have coming back on has been on before. His name is Robbie Blanchard. He is the owner of CrossFit Reach in Acton, Massachusetts, uh, also a-, a friend of mine, and I'm happy that he's taken the time out of his extremely busy schedule to jump back on the show and talk about some really cool stuff that he has going on. So, Robbie, for those who don't know who you are and have not listened in the past, why don't you give yourself a quick introduction? Well, first of all, I want to say thanks for having me on again, Mel. I really appreciate it. Every time I'm on, it's it's always a, a good time. So I want to thank you for having me on once again. Um, so a little bit about me. Um, you know, as you just said, I'm the owner of uh, CrossFit Reach in Acton, Massachusetts. We've been open for um, just over five years now, um, coming up on six pretty soon. And, uh, man, I, get, I just got a lot of stuff. I've always been involved in fitness for, um, you know, ever since I was young. Um, and then basically, you know, I turned that passion into, you know, a business. So I started out as a personal trainer uh, about 10 years ago. That turned into running boot camps, and that turned into uh, obviously running my CrossFit gym now. Um, I wanted to expand and, and really help more people out um, because my passion in life is helping, you know, people get better and improve in their lives um, through fitness. So um, I decided to take my business um, online. So for the past two years, I've been, you know, helping CrossFitters and athletes worldwide. Um, and then kind of recently, you know, within the, within the year, I've been, uh, you know, shifting my focus towards helping out box owners um, to really grow and blow up their businesses. So, um, and it's been going really well. You know, the results have been really cool. So, uh, once again, just helping people, that's, that's my big passion in life. And, uh, yeah, so that's, that's a little bit about me. And then once again, I'm, I'm really happy to be on here and, and uh, to talk with you. Thank you. Yeah, you have a you have a heck of a lot going on all the time. And the last time Robbie was on, for those listening in, uh, we did a show combined with Fitvine Wine, just about breaking into the fitness industry in general. As many people know that have seen everything that's out there, the the fitness industry is super saturated. There's all these numerous clothing brands, supplement companies, gym, um, personal trainers. There's a lot of it's it's up and coming and there's so many new things, but it's also an industry that's really hard to break into unless you're very original. Uh, so Robbie yep. has, has found some great ways to break into the fitness industry and kind of expand from just being a normal CrossFit gym owner to really getting in the business side of fitness. So I wanted to bring him back on because he is continuing to expand what he's doing. And uh, as he mentioned, he is, he has a, a new program for box owners and for people that don't know what the heck a box owner is, a box <laughs> is a CrossFit gym. It's kind of the lingo. So like, what the heck is a box owner? That doesn't sound like a lot of fun, but it's a CrossFit gym owner. So uh, he has designed this program, the RX Business Ignition Program, 
to help other gyms become more success, successful in what they're doing. Because, again, CrossFit gyms are now popping up all over the place. It used to be a very rare thing, uh, you know, back five, six years ago. It's been more and more upcoming. And now I don't think there's a town you can go into, at least in very populated areas, that does not have a CrossFit gym. So you really need to learn how to separate yourself and what to do to get that business. So, Robbie, why don't you, uh, clearly the expert on all of this, not me, Take us through a, a quick summary of, of what your program entails for, for box owners. Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, kind of taking a couple steps back, I mean, you know, one of the reasons why, um, you know, I came up with the RX Business Ignition program is just, um, honestly, just because uh, I get, it got to the point where I had so many box owners coming up to me and asking me, um, you know, how I've have done, my, done things in my own box, you know, how I've been so successful, how I've been able to go from, you know, literally at like a thousand square foot space into a 10,000 square foot space, how I've been able to grow to 200 members, how I'm able to um, run competitions that generate, you know, uh, five figures each and every time we do them. Um, and so, you know, for me personally, you know, I've, the past couple of years, I've really just been focused and dialed in on growing my own uh, CrossFit gym. And, uh, you know, you know, I kind of thought that, you know, hey, I'll just focus on my own business at first. Um, but then, you know, honestly, like more and more box owners would come up to me and just say, hey, you know, how are you doing? How are you, you know, being so successful? You know, how do I do this? How do I do that? Because a lot of box owners, they get into uh, the business just because they love CrossFit. They love to work out. Um, and then, you know, they quickly realize once they decide to open up a gym um, that they actually now have a business. <laughs> and so um, that can be a, a little bit of a big change and kind of a shock for them because, um, you know, running a business is very different than just loving CrossFit. So, um, you know, that's kind of, you know, where the idea came from. Um, you know, and I, at first I was reluctant to do it because I didn't want to, you know, seem like I was bragging or, or showing off or anything like that with my success. Um, but I realized that, um, you know, I need to do this because I'm in the, the people business. I help people out on a daily basis in my gym. Um, and I want to help my fellow box owners out because, you know, the more, you know, for me personally, the more, successful box can be that means you can help more people out on a daily basis so if i can help another box owner be more successful that means that they can help more people in their community you know get in better shape and and change their lives so um that's kind of the reason why i got started with the uh the program um and that's and that's it's really been uh it's been really really cool uh the people in the program that, that are doing it currently are just seeing some really really cool results um and making some big progress and and uh you know having more money and generating more freedom um, because I think a lot of times in business, especially owning a CrossFit gym, um, you know, you kind of, uh, you put a lot of hours in, you feel like you're spinning your wheels a little bit. Um, and you're not getting anything in return. You're not able to go on vacation. Um, you're kind of stuck, <laughs> you know, you kind of, you wear a lot of hats, you own a job, um, but you don't have a business. So, um, that's kind of where I, I just came up with the idea because, you know, someone should have a business and they should be able to spend more time with their family and have more freedom in their life and be able to go on vacation. And that's, um, I think that's really important, and I think that you can be successful, you can make money, um, but while you help people out at the same time. Um, so that's the biggest reason, you know, I decided to put together, you know, the RX Business Ignition program. So uh, to back it up a little bit, just so people that yeah. don't know you, obviously you, you own the CrossFit Gym, but you also have your MBA, correct? I do, yes. Yes, I do. Right. Yep. You do. Yep. So, so I have my uh, – Yeah, which – Yep. Yeah, so the, and that makes a difference as well. You know, so, so Robbie is coming from a standpoint of, yes, he's a personal trainer. Yes, he owns his own CrossFit gym, but he's also got a little more business sense than I would say the average person, um, you know, 
so he's able to to share that knowledge along with this program. And what I want to touch on, especially with uh, CrossFit gym owners, is and you can expand on this. You know, sometimes it's nerve-wracking to put money into something and not get an immediate return. So sometimes you need to spend money to make money. And that can be very nerve-wracking for people, especially if they're a first-time small business owner. And, uh, you know, what do you rec- what are some of your recommend- recommendations? I can speak tonight, I swear. What <laughs> are some of your recommendations for what are good things to invest in for these first-time CrossFit gym owners? What are, what are some good investments to, you know, break that nervousness of putting some money into the gym? Yeah, so I think that, you know, honestly and truly, I think that, you know, from what I've seen with the, you know, I work with, you know, a couple hundred box owners and, and, I, and I talk with them on a daily basis. And, uh, you know, honestly, a lot of box owners actually don't have a problem with spending money on equipment. They're, they're more than happy to, to shell out, you know, buy some new rowers or buy equipment or buy barbells. Um, one thing they're really reluctant to do is to actually invest in coaching or things like that are going to get them um, <laughs> to the point where they're able to grow their business. Um, you know, people are, are much more willing to spend money on a new rower than they are on to, you know, getting, uh, learning how to market or how to get more people through the door or how to get uh, people through Facebook advertising or email marketing, um, which, um, you know, a lot of times I think that, uh, you know, I remember when I first started as a personal trainer, I remember, you know, I got my certification and I was all excited and I was all fired up. And so I went out and I bought, you know, a couple of medicine balls. I probably spent $500 on equipment. Um, I bought a uh, body, one of those body fat calipers. You know, I think it cost me $250 and like, you know, where you pinch and you do body fat measurements. And, uh, but then I quickly realized like I have all this equipment, but I don't have any clients to work with and <laughs> use the equipment with. So, um, right. you know, that was kind of, you know, it's very easy for people to buy things. Um, but, you know, you quickly realize that, you know, you can buy things and that, you know, but a new rower is, is not going to get someone into the gym. You know, a new barbell is not going to get someone, you know, uh, off the street or in your community to come and join your gym. Um, they're going to get come and join your gym because, of the things that you do in your marketing um, and in your social proof, which is your before and afters, your success stories that you have with your clients. Um, that's what's going to get people in the door. And then once you get them in the door, that's when you can talk to them about why it's so important to use CrossFit and the barbell movements and the rowing and everything like that. So, um, yeah, so to answer your question, I actually I feel like it's the actual opposite where people actually love to buy equipment. Um, but when it comes to the coaching side of things, or excuse me, the, uh, the business side of things, that's where there's a little bit of reluctancy. Um, and then a lot of times people actually come to me when um, they are, you know, desperate. <laughs> you know, when times are tough and they're right. like, listen, I'm going to uh, – you know, three to six months from closing my door is like, you got to help me out. So, um, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing. So if my biggest advice for someone, you know, just starting out is to get some, um, you know, whether it be some coaching, and it doesn't have to be, it could be, um, you know, for me or someone else in the industry, but, um, you know, getting that guidance, someone who's been doing it for a long time, who's been through those ups and downs and, um, you know, you can learn from them. You can, you know, that way you don't make the same mistakes they do and also buys you a quicker, um, you know, route to success. Right. And when you're talking about coaching in your gym, um, you know, investing in the coaches that you have, yeah. you know, getting them yeah. the proper training and continuing to get them the correct certifications and, and help them along yeah. to be able to give better, you know, um, classes and advice to those coming in the gym. I think that's important as well, you know, because you're investing, you're investing in the skill set, you're in, you know, and, and a lot of people have some great potential, but they, but they don't have the education to back it. So, um, yep. clearly Absolutely. a very important yep. thing. Very important thing. What about, 
social media. Now, a lot of people nowadays are fantastic with social media, but clearly social media advertising is huge. What do you recommend mm-hmm. for box owners as far as advertising their gyms on different social media outlets? Yeah, that's a good question. So social media is huge. I think that if you're not doing, uh, especially Facebook now, I think Facebook, if you're not um, advertising your gym and, and doing Facebook ads, I think you're missing um, you know, a big opportunity to really, you know, get some qualified people, the people that are, that want to get in shape, um, and you can reach a lot of people on Facebook. So, um, you know, the biggest, the biggest thing and the biggest suggestion I would make for people who are um, looking to kind of boost their social media up, do some Facebook ads, is you want to sell the results and you don't want to sell um, the things or the equipment that you have, okay? So, you know, kind of what I just talked about earlier, where it's like, you know, people coming uh, and starting CrossFit, you know, people are not, uh, they don't care if it's CrossFit. They don't care what the method of training is. What they do care about is they want to lose weight. They want to get in better shape. You know, they want to have their clothes fit. You know, they got a reunion coming up, and they want to feel better. Um, those are the pain points. Those are the things that everybody deals with. And when they see an advertisement from you, those are the things you want to focus on. If you focus on the result first, and those people know that when they see your ad that their pain point, you have the solution for their pain point, then they're going to come in, and that's when you – can talk to them about, hey, we can help you lose weight, we can help you get in better shape, but um, we do that through CrossFit. So um, if you're selling, if you're promoting your cleaning jerks and, and snatches and everything, and you're doing that to your, you know, the general advertising, um, there's going to be a disconnect because people are not necessarily interested in cleaning jerks. Um, they're more interested in losing weight and getting better, all right? Um, but later on, you can get them interested in it. You know, you know overall, of course, there's some people that, that love to, to lift weights and, and do things like that just in, just in general, um, but for the average person, um, you know, the average clientele you're going to attract, um, you want them to, uh, you want to focus on the results first with that person and then sell them on, you know, why CrossFit is, is going to get them those results. Great. Makes perfect sense to me. I'm just going to keep switching topics here because you're doing such a great job. Go for it. Just banging all these answers <laughs> out for me. Um, CrossFit competitions or any type of fitness competition, powerlifting competition that uh, CrossFit, obviously that's a huge moneymaker. Uh, you clearly have a lot of expertise in the area since your comps, which I've competed in, a bunch of them are always a packed house, run very efficiently. What are some tips that you have for box owners regarding their holding the comps at their gym, uh, different tips on getting you know good teams in there? I mean, you recently have had some, some regional-level athletes at a lot of yours, so that was pretty impressive. Mm-hmm to compete alongside and get smoked by them. But uh, so (laughs) to back up, so you got advertising of the competitions, you know, pricing of the competitions and how to efficiently run the competition on that day. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. So um, I think the, the biggest thing when it comes to CrossFit competitions is you have to plan everything. Okay. So you have to plan everything you have to plan it based on the space you have available. So, you know, if, if your gym is 5,000 square feet, um, you have to plan out your lanes, you have to plan out your heats, you have to plan out how many athletes you're going to accommodate um, based on that space. You know, you also have to, you know, judge and, and kind of see how many volunteers you can have, how many judges you're going to need, um, and everything has to be planned. You know, the transitions from the first workout to um, the second workout, the third workout to the finals, they have to flow. So you don't want to, like, double up on a, the same movement or um, – there has to be a flow to it, but also there has to be a, um, a flow to the transitions. So if you're doing, 
you know, the first workout has a lot of weight in it. Um, you're going to want to make sure that you, your volunteers and your judges know that, hey, after the first workout, we're moving all this weight over here. So um, I see a lot of gyms don't do that. They kind of just, you know, they have somewhat of a plan and they kind of wing it um, on uh, game day. But uh, if you have a plan and you execute it all the way through from transitions to judging um, to standards to uh, registration, everything has to be um, – it's a big orchestra, and everything has to play its part, right? So um, now as far as marketing goes, I mean, that's something that, uh, you know, I do it old school. So what I typically do is I will um, either send a letter out to uh, every box owner, um, you know, kind of a personalized letter to everyone, just kind of – inviting them to uh, my competition. I think um, that, that's a lot more effective than just kind of, you know, putting a generic message on someone's Facebook page. Um, you know, I think uh, it's just a little, going the, a little extra mile, I think, is the biggest difference when it comes to, um, you know, running a successful competition and that people want to come to each and every, every year um, or having one that, that doesn't uh, work very well. So, and then as far as pricing goes, you want to have something that's going to be, that's going to make sense. You want it to be profitable, of course, but you also want to make it, um, you know, just kind of that sweet spot where people are not going to be like, oh, it's too expensive or, um, you know, if it's too too cheap, then you're not going to make money. So um, you want to find that sweet spot and you have to run your numbers and really it comes down to just planning out um, the whole competition just and just, you know, having everything, um, you know, plan for everything. So um, that's the biggest thing, I, biggest piece of advice I can give people when it comes to, you know, running a successful competition. Yeah, well, what I'll competing in your, I mean, uh, I competed in a few others and I'm, I'm not going to say any, I mean, everything that I've competed in has been, everyone's been super nice and awesome and, and run pretty efficiently, but yours do stand out, um, as being in it. Yeah. It does help that you have a good size space. I'll give you that <laughs> a little more room for people. It's not as crowded. It does definitely help the stress level of like having some space to breathe after you compete. But, um, yeah, you're, you run very efficiently, and one thing that I'll point out uh, for people that haven't competed in your competitions is uh, your media that's there. So, um, you know, you yep. have people, and a lot of people do, a lot of box owners do this, is have someone there taking pictures. But you also usually have someone there, a company there doing video. Um, yes. Which I think yeah, is I think a fantastic so. idea because, number yep. one, you're promoting your competitions, and number two, you can use that media <laughs> for anything. I mean, you can use that just to promote oh, yeah. your gym after. I mean, you always have that as something for advertisement for yourself. So is that, you know, obviously something I would assume that you would recommend to other box owners? Oh, absolutely. I think, you know, for me, the way, you know, just that's a good point. And I think that, you know, for me personally, I run my competitions as if it's a separate business. Okay. So, um, you know, obviously I have my CrossFit gym with my regular memberships and everything like that, but, you know, running your competition as if it's another business or another branch of your business, I think that's super important. So um, you don't want to think short-term where it's like, I'm just going to save money and I'm not going to you know, get a videographer, I'm not going to get a photographer, um, I'm not going to get T-shirts. Um, you know, I think that's, that's uh, the wrong way to do it. I think it should be a, a long-term game plan because you want to be running you know, three to four uh, competitions each and every year that sell out, that generate you, you know, a good chunk of change each and every year. So in order to do that, you need to give those athletes um, a good experience, make them want to come back. Um, and in order to do that, people love T-shirts. <laughs> they always love T-shirts. Um, also, yeah. the, the videography is very important. So when people see themselves, people love to see themselves working out. They love to see themselves on video doing stuff. Same thing with photos. So you always want to spend the extra money. Sure, it takes a little bit out of my bottom line. Um, I don't make as much profit because I invest 
you know, close to $2,000, you know, for those uh, services, but in the long term, and, you know, it's fact being able to repurpose it for marketing and, and future competitions and other projects that I have going on, um, it, is, it is well worth it. So definitely if you're running a competition or thinking about running one, you know, you should definitely get a videographer and a photographer um, to help you out that day. Right. And it's, I mean, yes, it's taking, like you said, a little bit out of your bottom line now, but again, that's back to the point where we started with is spending a little bit of money now may give you triple the return later. You know, you have returning people that will continue to return to your competitions because of how they're treated when they go to your gym for a competition. So it's, and then again, word of mouth is huge. So yep. I've competed. I go and tell a bunch of my friends, yeah, I had a great time. This was run so efficiently. You should do this next year. That's a great comp for you. And, and there you yep. go. I mean, it's, it works. So um, you made me lose my next point. You're killing me here. Everything's going so well. And then I, and then I, and then I lost it. Then I lost my next point. That's okay. Um, One thing that I did want to touch on is regular pricing of a gym and the Mm. offerings of time. So with a lot of people have very crazy work schedules and you have a lot of families that are, are now, you know, dual working parents kids, daycare, um, all above in between. Some people need early classes, late classes, child care. Some people want family discounts on their membership. So what do you Mm -hmm. recommend uh, for pricing options for people for the gym and also time slots of when you're running your classes? Yeah, that's a a great question. Um, I think pricing structure is really important for your business. Um, I think it sets you up for either failure or success. Um, You know, for me and what I tell my my coaching clients in the, the, you know, our business condition group and also some of my private clients is that um, when it comes to pricing, I'm a big fan of contracts. So um, the reason why I love contracts is, you know, first of all, uh, it improves retention greatly. So as opposed to offering a month-to-month membership with, with no penalty for canceling or things like that, um, you know, that, that can be hard for your business because you don't know if you're going to have that constant steady income coming in each and every month. So, um, you know, for me personally, like my, I know my rent is not month-to-month. I know my, my bills are not rent month-to-month. My, my trainers are not month-to-month. So, of course, I want to make sure that my income coming in um, is going to be uh, consistent to go in line with my expenses. So um, that's why I always make sure that I have, you know, I tell my, my, my clients, you know, hey, listen, you need to do, um, you know, either a three-, six-, or 12-month membership. And then basically I give two options. So I do, you know, you can pay monthly or you can prepay up front. I think the less options you offer somebody, um, the better it's going to be because, you know, sometimes it can be, um, you know, information overload. If you have 12 different options for somebody, um, what they're going to do is that that prospect is going to pick based on the lowest price because they're just overwhelmed and they're just going to go for the lowest price. Okay. They're not going to go for something that's going to be in line with what they want to accomplish in terms of their goals. They're just going to go based on price alone. So um, that's why it's better to offer two options. Um, you know, you know, three, six, and twelve month membership. Two options: you want to go month to month, you know, with your payments, or do you want to pay up front? Um, and when you do that, it's amazing uh, to see the difference in, uh, you know, how many more people you get to sign up. I mean, it just it increases greatly. Um, and also from a uh, retention side, you know, that person, like I said, is going to be um, with you a lot longer. So I've had people that do a twelve month membership, and then they end up sticking around four or five years, um, and you have a client for life. Um, now, as far as uh, scheduling goes, um, 
you know, obviously if you're just starting out and you're just kind of a one-man show and you're coaching all the classes, um, you kind of have to, you know, kind of figure out that schedule that works for you. But um, the best classes to have are obviously early morning, you know, whether it be like a 5.30 or 6.30 in the morning. Um, you know, 9.30 is really important. You know, 9 or 10 o'clock is good uh, for those stay-at-home moms. It's a good, good time. Um, and then also a 5 or 6 at night is, is typically very busy. Um, the biggest thing is you want to be able to maximize. So I always tell people that, you want to be an excuse killer. So, um, you know, when somebody comes in and they say, ah, oh, well, I want to see what your schedule is like, and then you show them your schedule and it has everything that they, every possible time that, uh, you know, they, they uh, have available, then they're going to be like, oh, like, I, I guess I can make this time or, oh, I can make that time. So um, I think it's good to be, um, to have a big class schedule um, as you grow, um, because obviously as you grow, you're going to hire coaches, they're going to work for you. So um, that's the biggest thing. So having a, a schedule if you had to do bare bones minimum, I would say, you know, 5.30 or 6.30 in the morning, uh, 9.30, and then like a 5 or 6 at night, um, but then kind of expand and grow from there. Got it. Awesome. Um, one more thing I wanted to touch on is programming. And we don't have to get into it because that's a really big topic to bring up. But right now, um, there's because CrossFit has been around for a little bit, you have some very advanced athletes athletes at some gyms and you also have brand new people that have never picked up a barbell before wanting to take CrossFit classes. So let's say beginner people do an on-ramp class for those listening in. A lot of CrossFit gyms will do on-ramp classes or intro classes kind of separate from the regular classes. But once someone has, has done that and has a basic understanding level of, of a CrossFit workout, even if they're going to be scaling the workout, you have this wide range of athletes. Maybe everyone's going to a 4:30 in the afternoon class and you're programming. So you have some athletes that are really going to want to start working on, you know, ring muscle-ups, perfecting those, and and different specific movements, whereas some people are going to be hoping that they can figure out how to push press. So how do you go ahead and and program for that range of athletes? Yeah, it's a great question. So, um, you know, programming is, I think, a really, really important part of your business. Um, It's what's going to get people results. I mean, that. That at the end of the day, uh, getting people results is what's going to get people to stay, all right? Um, so it's important you have a good program that, that gets them to that point. Um, so what I definitely recommend is, is what I do personally, and when I work with my head coach, Dan, uh, who does my programming, he, um, you know, we kind of talk about stuff, and, and we always program to the highest level athlete in our gym, okay? Um, so we program based on what that person can do, and we also pre- program based on the person that's coming four or five days a week. Um, after that, everybody else who is below that top athlete, we kind of we scale down from there, okay? So um, we're still doing skill sessions where we still do muscle-ups and Olympic lifting stuff, um, but obviously, you know, the nice thing about it is that uh, people are kind of scaling based on their, their ability. So if they're just starting out and they're not, obviously not able to do a muscle-up, we're going to teach them how to do ring rows. We're going to teach them how to do um, maybe even get them into a pull-up. Um, it could be, you know, you know, different things like that, different scaling options where um, they're still working hard. They're still working, you know, based on their ability, um, you know, 100% effort. And that's the biggest thing. But honestly and truly, you want to have a program that's inclusive. Um, I think it's good to have a program that's balanced. So you're doing, um, you know, a lot of metabolic conditioning. You're doing a lot of weightlifting as well. It should be a balanced programming. Um, but, you know, because uh, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, 99% of people are not training for the CrossFit Games or anything like that. They're training to get a good workout. They want to be better um, at other things they do in life. So um, that's going to be reflected in the programming. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, as long as you have a program that's balanced, and, uh, you know, people feel good, 
and they feel like they get a good workout after, you know, each and every day, um, and the atmosphere of the gym is awesome, um, then people are going to be happy and they're going to get results from it. Got it. Makes sense to me. Um, that seems to be the general thing that I've heard, but I, I know that there's some gyms that may have a different philosophy, so I always like to ask questions to reach out to everyone. But um, before we end, why don't you yeah, – obviously, I've seen testimonials online um, of people that you've been working with, but um, and it may sound like bragging for – for you, but what are some what's some feedback that you've gotten back on this program for box owners that have joined? Yeah, good question. So, I mean, the feedback's been been awesome. So, basically, the the coaching program, the way it works, is I've um, you know last summer I I, I spent <laughs> over you know probably a month and a half recording a ton of videos. It's probably you know over forty hours of footage and um, you know coaching and uh, different documents and all kinds of stuff I have in what I call the vault. So. Um, that's what you get when you become part of the coaching program. Um, also, I have a pri- uh, private Facebook group, so there's um, that's where all the magic happens. That's where all the conversations take place. I'm in there every day answering questions, giving advice, doing Facebook Lives. Um, you know, so it's it's a good thing. But honestly and truly, the people um, you know who are joining the, the Arts Business Ignition program, they're getting great results, and as long as they're taking action. So, um, you know, I think we both know like you can join it like just like you you can join a gym, but if you don't pick up the barbell. You're not going to get results. So um, same thing when it comes to your business. So, um, you know, I've had people that literally tripled their income, you know, each and every month. Um, I've had people that, um, you know, literally just, you know, 10, 10 grand, you know, just by sending an email that I, that I sent, tell them to send out to um, because they weren't email marketing before and now they are. Um, just a lot of success stories. And really at the end of the day, like these people have the, the ability to do these things, but um, now they just finally believe in themselves. Um, and I think that's a huge, huge part of it is having the right mindset and knowing that, hey, listen, I can actually be profitable in my business and I can also help people out at the same time. Um, and so I think a lot of people, there's a, there's a hang up there. So, um, yeah, I mean, definitely people are getting really, really good results. I mean, people, um, you know, there's one guy, Craig, uh, who's kind of my, um, you know, my star client. He uh, was literally a couple months away from shutting down his gym and, uh, you know, he couldn't, uh, couldn't even cover his rent and now he is uh, – He's crushing it. I mean, he's got a lot more clients, more and more clients each and every month. Um, he's tripled his income each and every month now, um, and it's just uh, it's cool to see. And for me, that's that's, I mean, that's awesome. That's I love to, you know, literally make a big impact in someone's life like that. So um, yeah, so that's that's the reason why the the program works. And you know, plus there's that accountability where I'm checking in with people each and every uh, day, and also. You know, you're around other box owners who are kind of like-minded and wanting to be successful and, and really just wanting to be able to, to have more success so they can help more people because that's the whole reason why we get into this, the business of being, owning a CrossFit gym is to, to help people out. So um, if I can, you know, play a small part in that, um, then I'm more than happy to do so. And you're doing it. You're very busy. <laughs> what else do you it, have? Yeah. You are doing it, and you have uh, come out with countless things to help people, Uh, lots of videos, lots of instructional videos. Uh, If you don't know what Robbie has, he's got muscle-up videos. He's got double-under videos. He's got regular videos just for, you know, people wanting to get off the couch and and, and start getting fit again, and he's got a range of everything, and now this new RX Business Ignition program. What else do you have coming up this year that you feel like you want to let out of the bag? Um, sure. So I, I mean, I have some other things. So I just, I just actually just launched a uh, private coaching program, which is a little bit 
uh, more of a step up from the RX Business Ignition Group. So, you know, the RX Business Ignition Group is a great start. You're going to learn a lot of things when it comes to, uh, you know, kind of getting your feet wet when it comes to marketing and Facebook ads. And the goal of that is to actually get you to make some money. Um, so now when you're ready to, you know, get the right, right mindset again, you're able to have to see some more success. I'm able to kind of help you out in a uh, more one-on-one setting. So um, I just launched that uh, about two weeks ago, and that was going great. Um, I also have a couple other products I'm going to be releasing for box owners um, probably within the next two or three months. I'm actually working on them right now. Uh, one's going to be big on email marketing. So if you are a box owner and you're not emailing your, um, your list, uh, your email list of uh, prospects and current clients and past clients, um, you're, you're losing out on a lot of money um, and retention. So um, I'm actually going to put together a whole program on how to email market the right way, um, how to get people to know, like, and trust you. Um, because once people know, like, and trust you, that's when they become a uh, client. So um, that's one thing I'm working on there. And I'm also working on a Facebook ads course for box owners. So um, if you're not uh, you know, doing Facebook ads, like I said earlier, um, you're definitely missing the boat on that. Um, some people are kind of overwhelmed and don't know where to start. Um, so I'm going to kind of help people out because I've, been, I've spent quite a bit of money in the past uh, two years on Facebook ads for my online and offline business. So um, I know a few things, and I'm going to help people out and help box owners specifically out with those two things. So, yeah, I've got a lot of cool things coming up and, uh, you know, a few other things I can't really announce yet. But uh, we get, it's just good stuff. I'm, you know, my biggest thing is I want to keep on moving and uh, keep helping people out. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on tonight and taking some time out of your extremely busy schedule to share all that with us. Very informational as always. Absolutely, Mel. Well, thank you for having me. And, uh, you know, absolutely. I'm sure I'll see you uh, at my gym sometime soon. (laughs) I'll see you again. And if anyone has any questions, I, of course, post it on my Facebook pages. Um, You know, the show tonight, if anyone is just listening to the end, wants to hear the whole thing. But I'm sure if anyone has any further questions, you can message me. I can reach out to Robbie or, of course, Robbie's on Facebook, and he has a fantastic website for his gym as well. So he's got all that up there, and he also runs Chalk and Steel. Um, he's got his Chalk and Steel web page as well as Facebook page So I and Instagram, all social media. Yeah. So I urge you to check him out, and thank you very much for being with us, and have an awesome night. All right, you too. Thanks a lot, Mel. Bye. Bye.